Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to kind of go old school. We're going to talk about one of the things that a business absolutely, positively must have, and that's a website. And we're going to talk about some other marketing things too, but you know, it still amazes me when people either don't have websites or they have something that's not a good website, or they tell me, I don't need a website. I've got a Facebook business page. Oh, <laughs> so here to talk to us about how important websites really are is Ray Van Hilst. So hello, Ray. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me on today. Great. I love it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So Ray Van Hilst is Director of Client Results at Yoko Co., a web design and marketing agency with a mission to help organizations do good better. He works with clients to set the strategic direction for their website and online marketing by helping them get beyond the wouldn't it be great if conversations to the place of this is what we should do. He offers clients strategic consultation on web development, content strategy, creative direction, and ongoing web operations. Ray is a frequent speaker about web strategy, web operations, and marketing technology. He is also an active member of ASAE, which is the American Society of Association Executives. So again, Ray, welcome. Thank you so much. Great. Well, I always like to ask my guests how they got to where they are today. How did you discover that this is your passion in life? Yeah, so um, so I come out of an old, the old school marketing realm, as we were chatting with about before we went on the air. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Worked in a marketing and PR agency. Um, actually, uh, truth be told, I got my first jobs in marketing when I was seven years old. Wow! Because my dad was a printer and had a printing machine in the back okay. in the mm -hmm. building behind, and he taught me how to set type. Mm -hmm. So I actually like set type, but yes, I am that old, and then I studied advertising. <laughs> and everybody just went eh, Google it, folks. It's yeah, fun. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, old school marketing, and then I went. I went to a conference and mm -hmm. discovered this thing about word of mouth marketing and mm -hmm. digital marketing. And I was mm -hmm. just hooked. It was the combination of technology mm -hmm. and pieces that came together mm -hmm. and uh, started working my way. And with the agency I was with, I became director of new media, was mm -hmm. building those kinds of programs. And um, through some shifts in my career, ended up working in web strategy mm -hmm. and building websites. And that's what I've been doing for the past 10 years. Um, Great. Yeah. And uh, what's, what's unique about it is that I, because I don't come at it from the technology perspective, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people you talk to, they learn how to code and they do that. I'm mm -hmm. a marketer and a communications first. So I mm -hmm. always approach my work from the marketing perspective. What right. is the client trying mm -hmm. to do? And then mm -hmm. I back end into that tech stuff. Right. So I know it's just enough be technology. Honest, we can techie make it pretty much anything we want it to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I think, I think the key is to have enough knowledge and skills to make mm -hmm. your developers nervous mm -hmm. and enough knowledge and skills to set them up for success. Mm -hmm. 
right. and take the client's perspective. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love it. You know, and I, I mentioned that websites are so important um, are. You know, and, and absolutely critical. And it's interesting because I interviewed someone several weeks ago and he does, he has home services business. He actually has a garage door company, a very mm-hmm. large, very profitable garage door company. Mm-hmm. And, but he consults with home services companies. And we talked about the fact that so many of those type of businesses or a home-based business or a small business, they think, oh, we don't need a website. You know, and, and, and I was not joking when I said many people think, hey, we could just have a Facebook business page. Um, so why is it important that a business, whether it's one person or one million, why do they need to have a website? So l- let's start off from an asset perspective, mm-hmm. okay? When you, if you have a website, mm-hmm. that is your home that you own. Okay. And you can do whatever you want within it to mm-hmm. control your messaging and everything like that. If you're relying on Facebook and the social media, that is rented space mm-hmm. and you're playing by their rules. Right. So when they decide to jack up the rates or turn on or off your organic exposure, you're at their mercy and you can no longer control what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a philosophical belief that I have around that. But secondly, the fact is your website is the first thing that a potential customer is going to engage mm-hmm. with when, when they decide whether or not they want to do business with right. you, do they like you, mm-hmm. or even if they've met you out somewhere else mm-hmm. at an event and they come back to verify, are you who they say, mm-hmm. who you say you are? You who you, say mm-hmm. you are. So it's really important to understand from that perspective that, hey, this is your opportunity to control that message. Mm-hmm. It's your opportunity to do your, your marketing. You know, I, I, there was a quote I had in a HubSpot training where, you know, your technology is doing your marketing for you 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So it's generating right. leads while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, so really controlling that piece. Mm-hmm. And it's it's your number one business driver. It tells your story. It is it sets up who you are, and it's real. It's it's really the first. It's really key to driving your business, mm-hmm. no matter no matter what industry you're in. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, and and I love that you talk about that. It's twenty four hours a day, because even if say you're a brick and mortar place that has specific hours, you never know when somebody's going to be up at three in the morning, researching something. Yeah. Guilty. Yeah, Guilty. you know, and, and um, you know, or, or on a weekend or even just at, you know, 10 p.m. Or, or something like that. And so, you know, it, it, having that Facebook page, that's great. But, you know, it's, it's you know, and, and I like to people, oh, but, you know, I have an autoresponder there. Well, I'm sorry. The autoresponder doesn't do diddly, um, you know, and, and I get really annoyed if I send it a message and it doesn't respond, um, you know, and, and, but yeah, your website is kind of this, as you said, your your home. It's your home yeah. base. Well, and it's also if you think about it, and one of the things I always try to tell people. So, if you think about the um, the experience on a website, mm-hmm. so a lot of people, by the way, think their website is their opportunity to tell everyone about how awesome they are and how wonderful right. they are. Right? Look at me! Woo! Yes. It's like it's, it's like it's like the, it's mm-hmm. the peacock website. Okay, mm-hmm. let's tell them about this. And newsflash: your website is not about you. Right. It's about the people that are coming to your website mm-hmm. that have a problem. So mm-hmm. let's take your garage door opener, mm-hmm. your garage door company as an example. Right. Probably if you were to take a look at some of the Google Analytics, if you mm-hmm. take a look at some of the data that's coming in, you would see queries like garage door repairs near me. Mm-hmm. How do I fix my garage door? Mm-hmm. 
Um, how do I replace, you know, how much does it cost to replace a garage mm -hmm. door, modern garage door options, like mm -hmm. these questions that people have right. that they put into Google. Mm -hmm. And typically what will end up happening, if your website is working properly, you should see most of your traffic coming in on a deeper page in your site. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I like to use the example of, because uh, I've done this. How do I fix my dryer? I seems mm -hmm. like it seems like all my friends have done that. Mm -hmm. You watch a couple videos, you end mm -hmm. up on someone, an appliance repairman's site. Mm -hmm. You watch the videos, you pull the entire thing apart. Your wife comes in and or her husband comes in and says like, "You haven't finished this yet. Yes. I've got loads of laundry stacking. Mm -hmm. Can we hire?" So you just go back to the same site. Mm -hmm. um, so it's that's the problem. It's, it's mm -hmm. the the problem that people are trying to solve as they're coming in, mm -hmm. and it's important to architect your site around that right. reason. Yeah. And to be helpful. And, and that mm -hmm. ultimately is, is what's going to make someone mm -hmm. look at your site and then ultimately fill out a form, mm -hmm. pick up the phone, call and find that information. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the, the home page really is the hi, here's what we do page. It's, it's, it's the verification. The, yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the page that is services. Mm -hmm. Contact us. You know, all of those things. What, what to you is the most important page? So... For that, take a look in your Google Analytics. And okay. if, for people that don't know, so with small business owners, mm -hmm. uh, we all know Google. Google mm -hmm. has an analytics package. Right. Um, talk and there to are the other guys, but there's Google. There's other sides, but mm -hmm. Google's free. And mm -hmm. that's a good reason, reason to mm -hmm. use that. And install that in your site. You can actually mm -hmm. take a look at what people are doing on your site. Mm -hmm. um, there's a report within, within Google Analytics of that lists your top landing page. Well, it's mm -hmm. all the landing pages. And that's right. what page do people see first. Mm -hmm. And we work with our clients. Let's optimize those top 10 pages. Mm -hmm. Those are actually the most important pages and mm -hmm. then your homepage. Right. So if someone were to come to your site, you know, take, pull up that page. If that's the first page someone sees in your site, is that helpful? Do they know who you are? Mm -hmm. Do you have a next step planned in the journey? Mm -hmm. Like, a, so if they get stuck on the dryer repair, do you have a need more help? Click mm -hmm. here. Now right. think about that next mm -hmm. step. I, mm -hmm. I always say, read my resources is not mm -hmm. an action. No. So make that ask mm -hmm. on this page. So those are really the most important pages mm -hmm. to focus on. And then the homepage. Right. You know, and I have to say, I love that you talk about multiple pages in a website. You know, it was a trend several years ago where it was one, one page. Yeah, yeah. And you scrolled and you scrolled and you scrolled and you, and usually contact us was the very bottom of the page. Mm -hmm. And you know and, and and yeah, you might be able to jump around on the page. You know, it might have kind of a faux menu that, you know, popped you in, in other places. But I hated those long scrolly things. And what was even worse was when I was on here trying oh, to yeah. do it. Oh. And then I go too far. You know <laughs> Yeah, that's I I think that's one of the things to take a look at and one of the things that we work on is whatever that call to action is, mm -hmm. make sure that it's in an appropriate place right. based on what someone is doing when they're coming to the site. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to move it around and test it. Right. If you're not getting enough clicks or touches, mm -hmm. look at that. And to your point about, mm -hmm. um, you know, looking at something on your phone, mm -hmm. stop and that, that by the way, is another report within mm -hmm. Google Analytics, mm -hmm. how much your traffic is on mobile or desktop. Right. But mm -hmm. it also kind of depends on what your business is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, pre-COVID days, we would be oot and a boot and we're out and like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. looking for a right. restaurant. So we're doing a lot of stuff. We're on doing mobile. a lot now. Mm -hmm. We've actually seen more, tra we've seen traffic increasing on desktop computers, hmm. but you still have people like those in the, in the moment mm -hmm. needs and queries mm -hmm. 
that people are doing on their phones. Right. Right. Or you know, they're the, sitting there watching TV. They're talking to somebody, and it's like, wait, let me. Or as my husband says, get your computer. Which yeah, it's my smartphone. <laughs> well, his is sitting there next to him, so I'm, you know. But yeah, get your computer and look up X Y Z. Yeah, and so if you're, so if your traffic is coming, you know, if your web traffic is coming in in the evening. Mm-hmm while people are watching TV, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're thinking about that mobile experience mm-hmm. versus a desktop experience. Right. Right. What does that look like and what are mm-hmm. people doing? And, and keep in mind, every scroll on a desktop mm-hmm. is 10 scrolls on mm-hmm. your phone. Right. So if you've buried that contact us mm-hmm. way down on the page, it, people just aren't going to get to it. Right, right. Yeah, you know, we, we all say that you know, we have the attention span of a gnat. I think a gnat has a bigger attention span than most people. It is the so so the the data is the average the website is, is is ten seconds mm-hmm. across the entire internet. So that means actually sitting and reading an article mm-hmm. is of something important <laughs> that you pulled up mm-hmm. is maybe ten seconds. Right. You watch. You know, I watch my kids on the on mm-hmm. you, use the internet. It's like mm-hmm. they're oh, about yeah. about so. Yeah, I was, I, and I don't even remember what site it was that I went to, but I clicked on a link from Facebook and it looked like, a, oh, hey, this is going to be a cool story. And I, I'm very careful about what I click on Facebook because you can get off in all sorts of trouble and things like that. But this, you know, and, and so I get there, it's a, it's a video. I'm thinking, oh, cool. It was 18 minutes long. Oof. I made it through maybe 45 seconds. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and of course the bad part was, it was exactly what you were saying about a website. The first part of it was fluff and setting it up and doing all of those things. Well, I wanted I wanted to know what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I tried moving the little scroll bar at the bottom to see if I could get, no. And, and you know, and so then I was gone. I, I did not watch the video. Um, and it was probably a pretty cool video. I mean, it got me there in the first place. But it was like, no, uh-uh. you know, I've, I've got better things to do with my time. Yeah, we, we see time and time again within our clients that when when a website is built mm-hmm. and the content is set up to mm-hmm. answer the core questions of why someone is coming to a business or an organization, right. focus on those reasons. Mm-hmm. We will actually see not only people come in, we'll see the bounce rates. Right. Uh, bounce rates, for those of you that don't mm-hmm. know, I, I, equivalent, I, I equate that to when you go window shopping and you're in the mm-hmm. mall right. and you walk into a restaurant. You walk into a store, you're like, eh, no, I'm going to go to the next store. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's someone that comes into the, web pa- mm-hmm. into the page and leaves. Mm-hmm. So when we architect and build pages off of the user needs, mm-hmm. bounce rates go down, time on site goes up, and pages per visit go up. Right. So really is thinking about who are, who are, who's coming to your site, mm-hmm. what questions do they have, what mm-hmm. problems are they trying to solve, and address, the, address those questions for them and mm-hmm. speak to them immediately mm-hmm. and then convert and right. then give that next mm-hmm. path. Right. Yeah. Because again, we get bored. We want that information right now. Um, you know, and, and, and especially if we Googled and had a list because yeah. it's like this one, did it, did it, did it, did it. <laughs> yep. I mean, all you have to do is so, I mean, if you click on the wrong link nowadays, all you, it's not like you can lose an arm or a finger you know, right. for clicking on the wrong link. You hit a back button. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I wasted, I wasted a nanosecond looking mm-hmm. at a bad site. Mm-hmm. So that that's that, that conversion, and it does really. That's why I say it's it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about the people coming right. to your site. Right. 
know, and it doesn't have to be a complicated website. Um, you know, and, I, and I think that's why so many people think I'm not going to do it. Um, because first of all, they think it's got to be 50 pages long. Well, you know, mm-hmm. most websites are not 50 pages long anymore. Um, you know, and, and um, or if they are like my, obviously the, 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 the one for um, uh, our podcast mm-hmm. has, you know, over 600 pages mm-hmm. because we have a page per show. Mm-hmm. That's really unusual. You know, my, my other business sites have maybe 10 pages, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so, you know, you say back to the garage door guy. I mean, he probably doesn't need more than maybe five pages. You know, if you're a speaker, you might not need more than five pages. If you're a restaurant, you might not need more than five pages, you know, yep. all these various things. But again, it's what is the user looking for? Right. Um, I love it when I go in and I can't find something, you know, like what's your address? Where are you? You know, it doesn't matter yeah. if I'm on the desktop or on my mobile phone. If I can't figure out right away where you are, no, nope, I'm gone. Um, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's table stakes to me, but that, that, mm-hmm. that has to be in the footer of your mm-hmm. site. Yep. I, I, I think that the challenges are what I'd advise for people to do when you're trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a lot of work with this. Is we develop what are called user personas. Mm, yeah. I don't know if, if mm-hmm. you if you. Oh yes, those those yeah. good old avatars. Mm-hmm. The avatars, mm-hmm. and it's a mat. And, and one of the things, and what I have found, and I don't know if you've experienced as well. If you ask someone how they think most people use the internet, mm-hmm. they will respond the way they use the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, as a self-professed web dork. I watch how people use the mm-hmm. internet and I recognize it. I'm a little different. You know, right. I'm, I'm here in my home office. Mm-hmm. I have gigabit mm-hmm. fiber internet, mm-hmm. you know, I'm online all day long. That's very different from a construction mm-hmm. worker, a nurse, a mm-hmm. student, et cetera. So it's really important when you think about who you're talking to mm-hmm. and who your audiences are, get outside of mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. go talk to them, find out like what information they're looking for, Build that, and then mm-hmm. whenever you're getting ready to work on your website, go pull that data up mm-hmm. to make sure you're satisfying their needs. Right. And I, I could go on for an hour about how to do personas, but that that's really mm-hmm. key to make sure that you're taking your own biases out of the process, mm-hmm. right. and you're putting your customers mm-hmm. and your users first. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because it, and it's it's always interesting when we do that because it is almost always different than what we think, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because we think, oh, they're they're going to go and they're going to research a lot or they're looking for X and they're like, no, I just need to know how to fix my garage door at 2 Mm -hmm. (laughs) a.m. You know, know, and I don't care about your 500 reviews. I just want to fix my garage door at 2 a.m. Now, it's nice to know you have 500 reviews, but, you know, back to, I want my garage door fixed at 2 a.m. So that 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 that's a great point. That it, you know, one of the things we talk about within our clients is when you're looking at your content, mm-hmm. this discussion between your customer and your website or your mm-hmm. user and your website is a conversation, right? That is going to evolve over mm-hmm. time, and and we call it a conversation spectrum, mm-hmm. um, which ranges from, and we we've defined these stages: oblivious, curious, intrigued, invested, and curious. Mm-hmm. So oblivious is, you know. My garage door is broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, or or let's take the real world situation that's happening with, with me right now. Mm-hmm. My power is out right. on one of my circuits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I Google, you know, power is out. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, might be uh, I might the need breaker. To, I'm, I flip the breaker. <laughs> okay, I did that part, so I'm still oblivious because that wasn't mm-hmm. it. So I, you know, I might need to get a circuit replaced. Mm-hmm. Is that something I can do on my own? No, mm-hmm. I probably need to find an electrician. Mm-hmm. 
So now I'm moving at Bolivia's curious. Okay, I need to find it. You know, I'm, now I'm intrigued. I need to find an electrician. Mm -hmm. I take a look at an electrician's website. Is this electrician recommended? Do I, mm -hmm. you know, do they have reviews on Home, on right. home Advisor? Mm -hmm. But I came in off of the, one of my circuits is not working mm -hmm. in my house. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? That, that information as you start going down in the mm -hmm. process as someone vets mm -hmm. multiple businesses, they're going to look for different information at different right. points. Mm -hmm. Once they get down to the, I'm looking at your reviews and your testimonials, mm -hmm. you're deeper into the sales process. Mm -hmm. Right. They've pretty much decided they're going to go with you. They need confirmation. They made the right decision. Exactly. But if you haven't answered that stuff up top, if mm -hmm. you haven't been helpful, you know, they're never, they're not going to even stick around to click to that information mm -hmm. such as that. So that's, right. you know, that's really key to think that mm -hmm. through in the map. And, and that's why you might need, you know, some different pages. Mm -hmm. Right. Know, why to buy our testimonials, mm -hmm. our reviews and stuff like that. Right. You know, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I don't like designing websites. I have several that I do, but you know, it's, it, you know, and, and, but you know, I always tell people one of the best things to do is go to your competitors' websites. Mm -hmm. You know, what are they doing now? Never ever steal their copy or their content or anything like that. Mm. But it, you, know, you, you can re rephrase. You, you can rephrase. Yeah, I go. mean, you know, if, if you see that there's, you know, yeah, you shouldn't word for word anything word for unless word. Yeah, it's such a generic statement that, you know, um, it's, it's not a big deal. But, but yeah, you know, you can see what, you know, what, what are people asking? How are they setting things up? Especially if they have like an FAQ page or, you know, all of those various things. Um, you know, and you should always be researching your competitors. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of one of those things. Um, but keywords, you know, talk to us about keywords. Why are, and, and I'm, you know, from the old school, when you put in keywords, you hard coded them in, yeah. Yeah, you know, WordPress matter. didn't exist, all those various things. And people cheated. Yes. They put their competitor names in there. You know, so if you were a small, you know, a small mom and pop grocery store, you put Walmart in your keywords. Now, of course, you can't do that anymore. The big site <laughs> says, no, that's cheating. Um, uh, but what are keywords and, and why are they so important? So ultimately, and so, so Google doesn't even use the keywords function anymore. Mm -hmm. That doesn't use categories. Right. Um, so ultimately, when you have your website, mm -hmm. And this is why it's important to go do research mm -hmm. and talk to people and look at some of the data. Mm -hmm. Google is only going to show your site based on the content you have in right. your site, the headlines, the body copy, the mm -hmm. things like that. So as I like to say, if, you, if you're a brewery, mm -hmm. you are never going to show up in a search for wine. Right. But if you have beer and wine, mm -hmm. you need to mention that wine. Right. So it's a matter of thinking about what it is you do. Mm -hmm. And a, a really big thing is to, and this is why it's important. Let's go back up to that oblivious. Mm -hmm. People might not know what those things are. Like right. I, I, I could jargon drop for the next hour and a mm -hmm. half and confuse the heck out of you. And mm -hmm. that's, that's not going to bring you users right. in. That's not going to bring mm -hmm. in new customers. So, so that's why, you know, busted circuit, electrical mm -hmm. circuit, like mm -hmm. that's a search. Right. That, you know, that's a search I did. There's mm -hmm. probably some technical term that an electrician would be like, oh, yeah, what's well, a blah, 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 yeah. And you should probably have that somewhere in your site, but busted no. circuit is busted circuit, busted electrical circuit mm -hmm. is going to be the first thing. Mm -hmm. How to fix, how to fix a, 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 a dryer. Mm -hmm. You know, and literally like some of those questions like that mm -hmm. work really well. Right. So it's important when you have those kinds, if you depending on your service, mm -hmm. like look at the kinds of things that people would be searching for. Mm -hmm. 
look for the kinds of, of content that people will be coming in for, and then build a page around that. Right. And make sure those words mm-hmm. are in your website. Right. So, for example, like dryer, mm-hmm. how to fit, how, how, you know, five easy fix, you know, five easy, easy ways to fix your dryer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That might be a good article or a page that you mm-hmm. have on your site or fix, fix your dryer by yourself. Right. But that's not what I'm going to type in. Right. But it's the phrase of, because you have the, fr- because you have the mm-hmm. phrasing in there, how to fix a dryer. Mm-hmm. And I think the important thing to remember, like, as you mentioned, putting those keywords in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of people get frustrated because Google's like, oh, they changed the algorithm again. Oh, oh, they've done this, they've done that. And it's called Hummingbird or Artbird. It's Hummingbird. Or- <laughs> Here's my general rule. Of and, 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 and people that do SEO for a living might disagree with me a little bit on this, but this is my general philosophy. Google, Google's changes in the algorithms mm-hmm. are all about delivering the most relevant results. Right. And they are always going to deliver. They're tweaking their algorithms mm-hmm. to surface the most relevant and helpful results. Mm-hmm. So if, as you look at your content, you try to be relevant, you do your best to be relevant and mm-hmm. helpful and use the right terms, mm-hmm. your content will move up within Google. Right. Now, if you're a local business, there are some other things you want to do along mm-hmm. with that. Like you want to make sure you include your locations, mm-hmm. um, set up Google, you know, Go ahead and register your business with Google My Business. Mm-hmm. Include, you know, like I said, include those locations on your website. Have pages with those terms. Mm-hmm. Have those words within them. Um, that's going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. The next thing you want to do when, from that piece is once you think about your content, mm-hmm. um, is look at on the page the metadata. Mm-hmm. So there's the title tag, which is what is shows up at the top of the browser, and the mm-hmm. description tag, and almost most. Most small businesses are going to be using WordPress. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you right now, there's a plugin called Yoast SEO. I right. highly recommend that plugin. Mm-hmm. Put that in there and you can define in that your title tag mm-hmm. and your description tag. What those do is basically that when your site comes up in Google search engine results page, mm-hmm. it says show this title and show this description. Mm-hmm. It's not determining where you end up on the page on that, mm-hmm. but you start marketing to your users from that page right. before they ever get to your mm-hmm. site. So make sure it's a good title tag that's descriptive mm-hmm. of like five ways to fix your dryer. Mm-hmm. Here's our how-to guides on this, as you go through that. That's a little detail to think about within your SEO mm-hmm. as you do that, but it makes a big difference on your click-through rates mm-hmm. right. and your search engine results. Um, so, I, and then like I said, going, going back to your, you know, your, your point about keywords, Look in your analytics, mm-hmm. talk to people, get outside your head, mm-hmm. search for your competitors. Right. What, what, what are they doing? What are they yeah. saying? You know, and, and just keep in mind, say, if you go to a networking thing and you say, hi, I'm Deb Creer and I do X, what do people say? Mm-hmm. You know, are they asking you questions about it? Um, you know, and, you know, all of those things, because that's exactly what they're going to type into the search engines. And, and that's where Facebook uh, pages and things like that are good, because people are probably going to ask questions there. They're going to say, you know, what does what does this mean? Are you open these hours? You know, all of those things. If they're asking it there, it should be addressed on your website because yep. there's nothing unique. You know, if one person wonders it, multiple people wonder it. It's, I mean, good way to think about it is so, um, is look at the Google autocomplete. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I um, love those. So do that. So mm-hmm. by the way, one of my favorite tools is a mm-hmm. website called keywordshitter.com. <laughs> okay. 
And basically what it is, is if you put a query in, it mm-hmm. query, you start a query, mm-hmm. a search, it goes to Google it just, and it does, it, mm-hmm. it does all the autocompletes. Mm-hmm. And you'll actually have to tell it to stop after like 200 terms, but it'll right. find like all the things that people would be, would be looking for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there's some good tool, tools mm-hmm. out there. Like uh, there's some good SEO tools. Mm-hmm. If you're a small business, uh, Moz, moz.com mm-hmm. has some really good small business tools. Um, it will analyze like, you know, are you set up for local search? Mm-hmm. Do you have your Google My Business set up? Mm-hmm. Things like that that are really important right. to you know, I think you know you've you've mentioned it a couple of times. Google My Business, mm-hmm. and I think so many people don't realize that they, especially if they have a physical location, they've absolutely yes. got to be there because that's what drives Google Maps. Yes. Um. You know, and and but I have I have Google My Business, even though you know, and and, and now the nice thing is Google finally got smart and realized there are a lot of people who home office, mm-hmm. and they don't want their address listed. Um, you know, and, and so they've now taken that feature. It's it's on or off. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's just that, that's a great place. And and you're playing Google's game by doing you it. Are. It's free, 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 free. It's free. Well, I, and I think the thing to remember for people. So you know, we talk about the website, and we just like how that, and we're ultimately playing Google's game. Mm-hmm. One of the things to remember is that Google is trying to serve up the best results in the Google page, right. and keep you there without getting to your website. Mm-hmm. But now keep in mind, the information they put on the page mm-hmm. comes from your website. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a website, right. they don't have information to put mm-hmm. there. So that, it's that catch-22. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but people may and, – and I do it as, as well. You know, Looking for businesses near me, mm-hmm. there was um, – I, I, I sold my 15-year-old Pontiac last week. Oh. And uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was my kid's car. It, it was going to fail inspection. I was like, time to get rid of it. <laughs> but I sold it to webuyanycar.com. Mm-hmm which I found through a Google search mm-hmm. and I read the Google reviews. Mm-hmm. So once you have your um, Google, Google, my business set mm-hmm. up already set up, mm-hmm. then make sure ask for reviews, mm-hmm. update the information, mm-hmm. pro- upload photos. That's your real estate where Google is right. trying to make it better mm-hmm. as you do that. And you actually find that if you, if you curate that content within mm-hmm. Google, my business, you will see your position go mm-hmm. up within there. Right. Right. And it doesn't have to be a physical business, like we were saying. No. You know, it can be consulting, it can be service, you know, all of those various things. Yeah. Yeah. Ther- uh, therapists, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm helping a friend of mine who's a therapist set up her private practice site. So, you know, now because of HIPAA and stuff right. like that, like she's, she's, mm-hmm. she's still location-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So location, but, you know, even nowadays, like most therapists are seeing mm-hmm. people through virtually through mm-hmm. like this. Right. Um, but, you know, getting that information in there and claiming mm-hmm. it and building out the information on mm-hmm. your page as well. Right, right. Yeah. So one of the things that, that I always wonder about is how often should you update your site? And I'm not talking about a blog post because, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've had people who have said, oh, yeah, you know, if you blog every week, Google goes, oh, we love you. <sighs> you know, how often should you update the, the whole site? So... It really depends on your business, mm-hmm. your landscape, and then also partially your tech stack. Okay. And this is, I'm going to get I'm going to get a little I'm going to get a little techie. Okay. Um, so once upon a time, if you wanted a website, you went out and you 
hired, you a hired somebody who coded. You and hired you, and someone like who they coded. They spoke a different language. They spoke a different language, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And depending on the size of your business, you know, and, and the, the complexity of what you need, mm-hmm. you know, you, you still do that. I mean, mm-hmm. like, so our company does 99% of our work in WordPress, which is mm-hmm. the number one CMS on the market. Right. Or in the industry. Um, so if, but they, like you said, they spoke a different language. Mm-hmm. And even the developers that did WordPress back in the days, like, they would do weird things like hard code it so you had to call them up to make a change. Right, yeah. That's, you wanted to change. You didn't want yeah. that word bold anymore. That's just being an asshole, in my uh-huh. opinion. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Part of my language. But, you know, so what, what's, what becomes important is, to, is nowadays when you're building your website, mm-hmm. if, if any of you is about to take that project on, you want to think about flexibility mm-hmm. and being future ready. Right. That you can update and stay with those tools. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and stay current. From a look and feel perspective, um, most people will refresh their website about every two years. Okay. Give it a new look, move some things around as you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, if that's all you do and it's working for you, that's great. Mm-hmm. I actually recommend if you're using your website, I mean, keep in mind, your website is your salesperson that doesn't take a nap and never takes a coffee break mm-hmm. and is always there working for you. If your website's your number one tool, like mm-hmm. you want to be using it on updating it on mm-hmm. a regular basis. So look at, is, it con- is your website converting for you? Mm-hmm. Are people filling out the lead forms? Mm-hmm. Are they looking at the information you have? And I, th- I think in the pacing of most businesses, that's something to take a look at quarterly mm-hmm. and then make some tweaks and mm-hmm. adjustments on. And you'll find that, so one of the things that happens, I'm sure you've been through this, the process of what happens when someone builds a website is, I'm going to spend a whole lot of time and effort and money on building a website. Mm-hmm. It's going to launch. It's going to be kumbaya. We're going to love it. Yeah. I'm going to leave it alone for two years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to complain about it that it stopped working and now it's ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fire that developer. I'm going to go hire someone else. Uh-huh. I'm going to do it all again. Mm-hmm. I'll be kumbaya. It's, it's a perpetual <laughs> circle, right? Mm-hmm. Which it just gives you a hairline like this. What's better is to sit down with your, mm-hmm. your web partner and say, okay, let's let, let's do some of these progressive mm-hmm. enhancements. Let's let's look at the data every quarter, right. every six months, every mm-hmm. year. What? How can we make those tweaks? Mm-hmm. And what you'll find, actually, you will extend at that point the life of your site mm-hmm. out to four to five years. Right. Or some of our clients, we get to seven mm-hmm. years. So it's just if you if you commit to those progressive enhancements, you don't have to blow it up and start mm-hmm. all over again every two years. Right. You just make those changes. Mm-hmm. Now, you're talking about for some of the small businesses, um, which we mentioned, you know, hiring a developer. I am going to put a plug in out there. Depending on your business, I do think the tools like Weebly and Squarespace Mm -hmm. and Wix, those build your own, they're pretty good tools. Mm -hmm. And they've gotten a lot better. They used to be kind of meh. Mm -hmm. They've gotten a lot better, but it's it's good to, you know, take a look at some of them, Mm -hmm. depending on your It's a good place to start. It really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. I've I've helped friends with coffee shops. Uh, like I said, therapists, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants, that's really all they, they, they don't need. Mm-hmm. They don't need a WordPress mm-hmm. site or a big content management right. system. Right. You know, and when I design a site for somebody, my goal is that I design it. I work with them obviously to, to get what they want and then I turn it over to them and they maintain it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that's the cool thing about WordPress. 
Yes. You know, and, and using themes and all these various things and, and um, you know, and, and, you know, a variety of, you know, paid things and free things. And that all depends on what you're, you're doing on the site. Um, but, you know, I, I don't want to be in the business of going in and, and updating somebody's holiday hours. You know, they should be able to do that themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now if they break it, they can come back to me and say, okay, I don't know what to do, but, and then maybe I can fix it. If not, I have other people that I call, um, you know, and say, okay, this is, this is what's happening. What's going on here. Um, But that is kind of the cool thing is, you know, I've seen the evolution of Mm -hmm. people had to do the hard coding and, you know, and, and all those things. And now it really is, Almost well. I mean, it is cut and paste. I mean, you know, there's, it it's like word creating word documents, um, you know, and and or PowerPoint presentations. If you wanted to, to you know, think of it more visual, it, it you know, and 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 that's the great thing. Now that said, there are obviously times to be working with professionals, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's the initial site design, whether you know, and and obviously, you know, simple sites probably not, but. If you've got e-commerce, if you've got some complicated things in there, you probably want to start with somebody who knows what they're doing and, mm-hmm. and get it set up that way. Yeah, and I think it's also important to work with someone. So there's two pieces. Mm-hmm. There's the technical components. Right. Because, you know, there's ultimately there's the getting it on a server, making mm-hmm. it run, making it run well, mm-hmm. a pleasant experience and things right. like that. Um, and there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that are changing and updating mm-hmm. and things like that. So it is worthwhile. You know, our company, we host and manage over 200 client sites. Mm. So we're constantly like taking a look at things mm-hmm. and making sure everything's running. We have everything updated for peak performance and things like mm-hmm. that. that. That's just part of the functional mm-hmm. things that you do with that. But I think the other thing is important is to have someone that looks at your, looks at the business along with you mm-hmm. and matches the web strategy to the business. Right. So, you know, if, so like, you know, someone says, Oh, I need e-commerce. Well, like, mm-hmm. well, how much e-commerce? Right. Like, how much are you going to drive mm-hmm. through e-commerce if mm-hmm. all your if all your sales are still going to be walk up, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, lead generation or mm-hmm. that? Do I need marketing automation and things like that? So looking at that business of how you mm-hmm. acquire customers mm-hmm. and matching the website piece to that, that discovery right. piece is important there right. as well. You know, I worked for an agency years ago, and we had a, a client that we were working with who was probably half the age of. All of the employees. <laughs> and he was one of those people that, and this was when we still really used fax machines. And we would come in in the morning and there'd be th- just pages of, you know, and, and, and because he would just cut and he'd go and he'd like, oh, this, I like this on this website. I like this on this website. I mean, there, I remember one day we had 72, 72 pages. And, you know, and, and it was like, okay, first of all, that's not what you contracted with us to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do it, but it's going to cost you a whole lot more. Um, but he wanted every new whistle, every new bell, everything. And, and we kept telling him, you don't need that. Just because you think it's cool. Yeah, and Flash. Flash was one oh, of those things. Everybody yeah. wanted Flash. No, nobody really wanted Flash. Um, but, but yeah, we you know, we told him just because you think it's cool doesn't mean everybody else does. And we eventually got fired because we wouldn't make it do what he wanted it to do. And the funny thing was it didn't last a year. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we just really wanted to call and go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's sometimes you know the bells and whistles, depending mm-hmm. on the site, are nice. Right. But nine times out of ten, just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. 
Right. It's you, you don't, mm-hmm. people don't have time to be distracted. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to click. It is a step on the journey to purchase. Mm-hmm. So provide that information and do, and do what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. And, you, and, and that's where from, from our side, the agency side, we do pretty detailed contracts yeah. that say we will do X, Y, and Z for X number of dollars. And, and, and I mean, that even gets down to, you know, how many pages, you know, you're going to write the content, we're going to do this. I mean, all those various things. And then if you want A, B, and C, that will cost you X, um, you know, and, and it's the, you know, in, in the old, um, you know, you, you know this, but this is for somebody else who, who might be listening or watching. It's that old term called scope creep. Creep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, and I, I think the important thing for your, for, you know, for your viewers and, and listeners to pay, to keep in mind that if, if you're evaluating two firms based on cost, mm-hmm. you, you have the wrong metrics. Right. Because I'll tell you what, we're never going to be the cheapest. Like right. I, I could, I could outsource designing your website mm-hmm. to India and get mm-hmm. it done fast and cheap. And it's going to be a piece mm-hmm. of crap. Right. Um, but it's really important to look at, look at the value mm-hmm. that you get out of investing in this when mm-hmm. you're talking to a web partner. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny that you say that because we actually price when, when, and we do a lot of work with nonprofits and associations mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well as businesses and the clients think they want X mm-hmm. and I kind of go in like, I, I think you might need X plus Y. Right. And then I get into discovery. I'm like, oh, you need X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So we actually, for the most part, we try to price mm-hmm. and do our scopes. So I have that wiggle room right. to do it Yeah, because you right. don't want to go in and say, we need more money. Yeah, I don't want to come in and do more money. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let's do it right mm-hmm. and give you a quality mm-hmm. product right? so that you're satisfied at the end. And then the other thing that we tell our clients all the time, I think this is really important for people when you're engaging a web firm, is that you, you're hiring us because we're experts in digital marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert in your business. Right. So trust my expertise mm-hmm. in what I do. I'm going to trust the expertise in what you do. Mm-hmm. And when we get that overlap and that mm-hmm. Venn diagram, that's where really amazing right. stuff happens. Right. When you have that collaborative trust, mm-hmm. that that's where awesome things ha- mm-hmm. happen. And it, it happens time and time again with our clients. And mm-hmm. um, we work with we work with such amazing groups. And what's interesting, what's fun about our team is we get passionate, passionate about what our clients mm-hmm. do. And they'll start, they'll start going with us. And, and to the point, like, our team will be up at 10 o'clock at night working on a client site just because we want to get it done mm-hmm. and we want it to be right. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, well, let's talk a little bit more about what you do, what, what your yeah. company does. Because I've got your website open, and we talked about the fact that it's, let's see, what did I say? Do, do good, better. better. And yes. those are two sentences, folks. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, I was looking at your website and I love this because you, you work with companies, you know, everybody needs to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, that's just kind of the overall thing. We all have to make money. Even if we're a little bitty nonprofit, you still have bills that you have to pay and, and things like that. But you like to work with companies that, that have a profit, but a purpose. So yes. tell us a little bit more about that. So, um, and this is before I joined the company. Chris Yoko is the Yoko of Yoko CEO. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few years ago, uh, they were looking at the clients that they work with mm-hmm. and realized that the clients that they felt, the team felt most mm-hmm. aligned with were the ones who are making a positive impact on the right. world, a positive impact on society. Mm-hmm. And those were the ones that aligned with, um, with, with, with their values. Mm-hmm. And everyone that's come on board, when I first met Chris, I was like, yep, you had me at hello. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so we like we work with organizations, as we say, are motivated with a mission beyond profit. Mm-hmm. How are you making the world a better place? Right. So that includes, you know, a number of nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just launched a new website for Friends of Homeless Animals, foha.org. Oh. Uh, we gave them a very nice discount because, quite frankly, we're all animal lovers. Yes, and, we and everybody went, oh. Yeah, and everyone went, oh, <laughs> and so forth. Um, you know, we work with associations. I've been doing mm-hmm. a lot. I mentioned ASAE. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. there's literally an association for associations. Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an, but associations, when you think about them, you think about it, the role that they have. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are making sure your doctors are trained, mm-hmm. your you know, things are being safe, mm-hmm. the industry, they're advocating right. for industry they're, standards. They're and stuff ethical, like that. all of those things. Ethical, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And for-profit companies, technology mm-hmm. companies. We're working with a company called Kajit that mm-hmm. makes technology that helps schools mm-hmm. with uh, Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. distance learning, which cool. we all need right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they, they're having, they just went Ding 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 ding. <laughs> they're ha- they're having tremendous growth. So and mm-hmm. so our four. So we 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 love working with companies that have mm-hmm. a reason mm-hmm. to give back and make right. a positive impact in mm-hmm. society. Right. Um, a lot of our work is is web design and development. Mm-hmm. So let, that's web strategy, copywriting, and everything mm-hmm. that goes along with that. But because everything touches the web, we end up touching all the other pieces. Mm-hmm. So we do video and animation, mm-hmm. marketing automation, email marketing, mm-hmm. pay per click advertising search engine marketing and things mm-hmm. like that, all with the goals. And one of the things we look at is what impact is your website having? Mm-hmm. And as I say all the time, your website is that big is, is the biggest lever you have to make mm-hmm. a positive impact in society. Mm-hmm. Let's make it make that biggest mm-hmm. impact. Right. You know, and, and it's so important for businesses. And this, this it's funny, this is kind of a trend now, mm-hmm. but it's something we all should have been doing since, you know, caveman times. What is your why? You know, why are you doing it? You know, and, and I mentioned the, the garage door and I was just fascinated with this young man. He's a millennial. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, doing, doing wonderful things. And, you know, and he puts in garage doors, which we all kind of go, yeah, at. But his passion is that garage doors make people feel safe. Yeah. When your garage door works well and, you know, all of these various things. And, he's, and, and, you know, and that caught my attention because, yeah, it is a garage door. But if it's, you know, it does, it makes you, you know, it's the biggest entry into your home. Mm -hmm. Is it safe? Is it working? You know, all Mm -hmm. of those various things. And so that's what, that's how he markets things is, you know, we make you feel safe. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so that's his why. And I think that's what so many people forget is, you know, sometimes we think our why is to make money. Okay. We've addressed that. We have to do that. That's a given. But what really makes you feel good about what it is that you're doing? For me and for our team, so I describe myself as being pathologically helpful. Mm-hmm. I am uh, there. If, if you've read, uh, there's a book by Adam Grant uh, about about people that are helpful. Mm. Somewhere over here, uh, give and take. I knew I'd oh, come okay. up. Ooh, okay, give and take by Adam Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, people that give themselves. I mm-hmm. get personal satisfaction out of helping people. Mm-hmm. Our team gets satisfaction out of helping people. I mean, mm-hmm. and here's a personal. Here, here's a good example. The story that Chris likes to tell. One of our clients is Innova Healthcare Systems, mm, which mm-hmm. is a large healthcare system here right. in Northern Virginia. Um, they dad, we worked on their uh, website for their heart specialty area. Mm-hmm. There was a family in Kentucky that whose kid had a specific rare mm. issue mm-hmm. and Googled it and up came the article that we optimized for search. Mm. They found the article. They mm-hmm. came up here. Their child mm-hmm. got life-saving care. Right. Our work is complete. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one of our clients is there's an there's a type of therapy called EMDR, mm-hmm. and one of our clients is the uh, is the EMDR International Association. Mm-hmm. EMDR is a type of therapy mm-hmm. that's really effective for people. Yeah, it's eye movement. Eye movement, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. I interviewed uh, an EMDR specialist. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, as you know, it's really effective for first responders, right. people with PTSD, yeah, post traumatic stress, post traumatic like stress. That. Mm-hmm. Two of our two of our uh, coworkers are military are army wives, mm-hmm. and I have a friend that is a therapist that deals mm-hmm. with people with trauma, mm-hmm. and this this therapy is is life changing for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, our t- our team uh, we burn the midnight hours many many hours m- m- many nights because we wanted to get this site up mm-hmm. and we wanted to get it right because mm-hmm. of the healing power that can be achieved through this right. site. Mm-hmm. That's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Right, and and that that. It's a passion that we all have, mm-hmm. and, and depending, you know, we all contribute in our own way of tinkering and making something better, mm-hmm. just being helpful. But that—that's what our entire team does. Mm-hmm. I love it, you know, and 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 I think all businesses have those things. I mean, you know, one of the examples that that you give on your website is the financial advisor, mm-hmm. which we all go nee, but they're helping plan for their kids' school. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's that's a great why. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, you want, you know, the financial advisor wants people to be wealthy. They want them to be independent. They want them to retire early, all those various things. But they're helping their kids go to school. Helping the kids go to school. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about uh, Barry and uh, Glassman Services mm-hmm. is the fact that Barry also, um, he says, you know, you might be my client, but mm-hmm. when your kids come out of school, they're my client too. Right. Right. So he'll actually take mm-hmm. the phone call, like so. He'll take the phone call from mm-hmm. the twenty-four-year-old in their first mm-hmm. job, saying, "What do I do with my four hundred one k?" Yeah, they offer like, me all these things, and I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do? So mm-hmm. Barry is is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that and why they're such an awesome client is is th- they also have in their DNA to give back. Right. They're very involved with mm-hmm. a lot of nonprofits, mm-hmm. and they encourage their clients to do the mm-hmm. same way. So there's this, it's that multiplier effect. Right, right. No, and, and let's be honest. There is a business aspect to that. The financial oh, planner knows that he's got built-in future clients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, and, and when you do something good and it's word of mouth, you know, all those things. But, you know, I love the companies that give back partially because their employees feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, many years ago, I worked for the, the big financial company, ING, and I, one of the things that I managed was their philanthropic stuff. And boy, in, now we had a big budget. We, you know, 20 <laughs> years ago, we had a big budget. Um, but one of the programs that our employees loved the most was going to the local middle school and, and being math tutors. It's a financial, you know, financial <laughs> business. And so most people there were actuaries, you know, I didn't come anywhere close to that, but you know, two and two don't make four for me. Um, but I could make it where everybody could go and, and tutor those students, um, you know, and, and I mean, then that was, it cost us nothing. You know, mm-hmm. we just had to make sure that they, that, you know, we had the parameter set up that, you know, it was two hours every Wednesday and, and it was excused from your work and, you know, all those various things. But yeah, I mean, that just, that, that did far more than if say we had bought something for the school, which you know, mm-hmm. we could have, but yeah, it's, it's that philanthropic stuff that makes your employees feel good about where they are. And then, yeah, it is great to be able to brag about it to the public. It is. It's something that we actually do a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing more of is reminding our team because you, you get caught up in the day-to-day mm-hmm. of like, oh, I'm building this page or I'm migrating data or building mm-hmm. something and just reminding everyone of the impact right. 
that we have. I mean, a mm-hmm. good example, one of our clients is a, a clinical research company. Mm. They're working on COVID vaccine trials. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's super important work mm-hmm. that they do between between healthcare, mm-hmm. um, endodontists, uh, one of our clients, mm-hmm. American Association, Association of Endodontists, people mm-hmm. that need a root canal. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh. So when this, I can tell you, when someone says it's worse than a root canal, that's actually not that bad the way they do root canals. Right, I know, yeah. You know, so... Um, yeah, that that impact and the ability to just put some good out in the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's what we need. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and it may or may not even have anything to do with your business. You know, yeah. it could just be that you like to go build homes for Habitat for Humanity. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, you know, and and but it it can also be great team building, all of those things. Um, and then you know, from the old PR perspective, it's it's always good to kind of have that in your bank because mm-hmm. you know if people know that you're a good community-minded organization, if there's something that goes wrong, you might be given the benefit of the doubt um, because they know that you're very involved in the community. And, you know, and, and, and I know so many businesses that go, Oh, but we can't spend the time. We can't do this. You can't afford not to. Um, And even if you're one person shop, what can you do? You know, what is something little that you can, or big that you can do that, that might really make a difference. So just giving of your expertise. Mm -hmm. I think if you look out in, in, in organizations, I mean, a perfect mm-hmm. example, like I said, mentioned, my, my, my kids are in Chorus, mm-hmm. um, right. and I became webmaster of the mm-hmm. Chorus website. It was a piece of crap when I inherited it. So I mm-hmm. said to the team, I was like, can we redo this? And they just did a quick version of it. We continue to host it for us mm-hmm. for free. Right. And, and mm-hmm. that's not, you know, in the big scheme of things, mm-hmm. that's not costing us anything. No, no. Or a little thing. Or mm-hmm. even a, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. we're doing a, a virtual um, course program. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine who does live streaming of mm-hmm. events for associations, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. he's got to pay his people, but mm-hmm. he's basically discounting the the fee of right. this mm-hmm. down to just cover his mm-hmm. his employee his yeah. staff, right? You know, because yeah. it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. right? So. You know, and and yeah, I mean that that's what it comes back to is it's the right thing to do, um, you know, and and it's interesting because I I think it, it's it's kind of you know if it makes you feel better then mm-hmm. you should be doing it. Um, you know, we never want to be, you know, you, you don't want to be the, the person that designed the website that then they say, we need it to do this and we need it to do this and we need it to do this. And pretty soon it's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, so there's there's ground rules, you know, and, mm-hmm. and things like that, that that you have to have with folks. But, yeah, I mean, it just, it, it, in this day and age, you, we need to be doing things a little bit more. You know, it's, it's funny. I posted on Facebook yesterday. I've been doing, I do a, a post on my, my personal page that's a Corona funny. And it's, you know, memes that have, have come mm-hmm. about and, and I think I have 50 right now that are, you know, in my phone that can be used. And now people send them to me. I mean, it's the funnest thing in the world. And we've been cranky this week, right? You know, and as, mm-hmm. as we record this, you know, it, it's um, the, the first part of October. It's not going to air until a little bit later, but we've been cranky. And so I did a post and it said, just be kind. And somebody questioned it. They and and it it, it made me sad. She's you know, and, and it was like really. Oh. I, I so I I know we were talking about this before we came on the air. And my, my my wife is a second grade teacher, and here oh, yes, and blessings outside, upon her. Blessings. Outside, outside of the DC area, they're all doing distance learning. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to remember that this is, and I, I I'm I'm seeing it in her classroom. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it elsewhere, but like. Teachers are juggling all this mm-hmm. stuff. Parents are trying to juggle working from home. Mm-hmm. We're juggling having kids around. We're juggling mm-hmm. being cooped up. We're unsure about the economy. Mm-hmm. Let's just have some grace with everyone. Right. 
be a little let, patient. Let's just be kind. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so when the dog comes barking, it comes barging in or the mm-hmm. kid comes barging in on a meeting. I mean, we actually have uh, one of our coworkers. It's, I, I love when her little kid comes into every meeting because mm-hmm. I get to chat with her. I, I miss mm-hmm. having kids. That's oh, I know. Yeah. You know, it's let's, let, let's be kind. And, and everyone's doing their best. Yeah. Well, and, and this person that questioned that, I said, you know, at the very least, don't be mean. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 and that's, that's kind of, you know, that's a totally separate issue. But, you know, it, it is something where when we can, we need to do good, you know, and, yeah. and, and when it's with our business, that's great. I mean, there's a variety of reasons to be doing it, but, you know, we shouldn't really need to have to have a reason. Yeah. It's just, I, and I, I get a lot, I, I always have. I, I've I've always been pathologically helpful, mm-hmm. and I, you know, so if someone, if one of your listeners were to drop me an email and say, "Do you have a question?" I I literally did this on a webinar last uh, two weeks ago. I mm-hmm. gave a webinar. Someone's like, "I don't understand Google Analytics." I said, mm-hmm. "Check out my calendar link. Book mm-hmm. a half hour with me. We're mm-hmm. going to talk. I'm going to teach you how to use Google Analytics." Cool. I'm. Th- th- that's just what I do. Right. You know, and I and mm-hmm. you pay it forward mm-hmm. with people, and they pay it forward, right. and bit by bit. Mm-hmm. We help everyone out, right, and right. I just happen to have a skill set that mm-hmm. right. helps people with their websites. Yeah. You know, and and you know, at the very least, one of the things that people can do is they can be a mentor. Yeah, you know, maybe it's to a sixth grader, maybe it's to you know somebody in college, whatever. Just you know, share your your wisdom, and and even if you're retired, I I love it when people say, "But we've retired." Well, hello, you probably have some wonderful knowledge that you can be sharing. I actually heard an interesting twist on that this morning. People in late stages of their career mm-hmm. should get mentors under the age of 30. Ah. Because the problem is like, I mean, if we, th- if we stop and think about it, it we're ta- how we we're talking about like web strategy mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that, we get so caught up on what we do. Mm-hmm. Like get a mentor that's completely outside right. your mm-hmm. socioeconomic mm-hmm. and age group and talk to them to mm-hmm. understand where they're going through and yeah. have that, and have that, mm-hmm. you know, not a mentee, a, a mentor. Right. Someone that, yeah. that can have them be that. teaching you. Teaching you. Mm-hmm of what they're going through and what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. I like that. Ooh, now we all have yeah. a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray, oh my gosh, we are almost at the top of the hour. See, this is why I set the timer because there we could go. just keep going on this forever. But how do people find, first, how do they find out more about your company? And then yeah. how do they um, connect with you? Awesome. So best way to find about our company is on our website, www.yokoyoko.co. So I, ugh, I butchered that. Y-O-K-O-C-O dot com. Yokoco dot com. Mm-hmm. And my email address is ray at yokoco dot com. I also, so we are talking about search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. I have the most search engine optimized name in the world. Mm-hmm. If you Google me, you can find me. Just Google Ray Van Hilst. You'll find me. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Drop me an email. And uh, yeah, and c- come check out our website. And Perfect. if you have any questions, hit us, hit us up. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think there's only three Deb careers in the world. Yeah. So yeah. I do pretty good on that. Well, Ray, this really has been absolutely delightful. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave everyone with? I think, you know, just final thought is just keep in mind your website is a piece, is something, is real estate, that, marketing mm-hmm. real estate that you control. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for you to drive your business and it's a way for you to put some good back in the world and, t- and tell everyone your story. So embrace that and use your power for good. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. We've been having a delightful discussion with Ray Van Hilst. And until next time, everyone have a great day. 
Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.